Good morning, Macaque City. You're listening to Radio Skyline, your place to keep pace with everything in town and beyond. Joining me from her own home is Myra. Hello, Myra. And today, although they've done as little as possible to help you or me, we're going to look at the response to our cascade of problems from the local politicians Don Albo and Sabrina Watford. They assure us this is not a leadership issue. Unless you're referring to the other side, that is, in which case it is their fault. It's everyone's fault, except for the person you're talking to. Now, instead of doing a head-to-head conversation like we've done in the past, we've learned not to put Don and Sabrina in the same room. Yeah, they fundamentally jive really well, but we'll kill each other to prove a difference between them. And also, the break room couch was all sticky. So instead, we recorded individual interviews, which Don and Sabrina did their best to prepare for ahead of time in their own special ways. It went about as well as it possibly could. Let's roll right into it. We first interviewed Don, whose general stance on everything has been that nothing is happening and everything is fine. Yeah, I just want to say, right from the start, that the opposition to my party is trying to create a panic. Okay, well, that's how we're going to open? Well, that's how I have to open, you. Everyone from the liberal deep state media to the you know, Satan worshippers, insist on creating a a totally fabricated reality where I am not the most competent person in the room. Okay, I suppose they do that. And they do do that because they know that fundamentally they just can't survive on their own merits. You know, you take away everything that the state gives them, their their giant low-interest loans, their golden parachutes, the socialized risk, unprecedented tax breaks, and, uh, and they just collapse because poor people are naturally lazy and they fear risk. That's, uh... It's profoundly informative. Excellent point, Don. Thank you. Just to be clear, you're saying that the people participating in the riots are the ones who are failing to take advantage of all those things. It's pure communism, is what it is. They want a nanny state that breaks up corporate monopolies and makes it so that people are regulating those monopolies and that they aren't monopolies anymore. And I won't stand for it. This is America, and I believe in freedom. The freedom to work for oligopomart at wages that they feel are appropriate according to the free market, as Jesus intended. And if someone wins the economy, who are we to punish winners or, or, or talk down to God for making people winners? That's not the American way. That's, that's the, the best of society survives, not a society that's merely adapted to change. Okay. Uh, these are really trying times. Would you... You. Were you trying to quote Darwin? You. Because... You got it backwards. He specifically says the best species doesn't survive. You it's just don't. But, but, but okay, well, you you can't have a capitalist society if you let all the wealth just concentrate. You please, into... he's just going to spin anything you say. Let him go. Well, I am proud to say that I am an actual capitalist, and, and I'm proud of the history of this country, and I'm proud to be an ongoing part of that history. It's a shame looking out today and seeing Democrats tearing down the institutions that we've built over the years, and I hope they get syphilis. Okay, thanks, Don. That's a, that's a good note to go out on. So that was that interview. Yeah, it really brought us together in that combative way that Don fosters unity. You are either unified with us or against us. But definitely all lumped into one group, either way. And representing the other group was Sabrina Watford, and that interview went like this. So, Hugh, I just wanted to say thanks again for having me on. You're welcome, and you're part owner of the station, so we couldn't refuse, but I appreciate the illusion of having a choice. Well, let's get right down to what really matters. There is a lot of racial injustice here in Macaque and elsewhere. I am the first to admit that, and it's time that we did something really meaningful about it. And as you know, symbolic acts of support are the most important thing that anyone can do, which is why it is such a big deal whether or not characters on TV are black. And for my part, I've recently received a Black Lives Matter tattoo on my left shoulder. 
uh, well, actually, I think fundamentally on a practical level, you know, black actors are saying that because they're looking for employment, right? Yes, and the best way to get more black people employed is to have more black people on TV, Hugh, duh. Right, well, I, I guess that's true. It just, you, you pose the cause and effect in kind of a weird way. Hugh, we are already off topic. Are we? Uh, uh, Macaque isn't, isn't... does not have a film industry. Yes, it's off-topic for the concerns of our town. Wait a minute, yeah. Yeah, what does Hollywood have to do with Macaque? Uh, television is to blame for all of this, after all. If there were more black characters on TV, living in nice homes and holding down good jobs, then black people would realize that they can do those things too. And they could also become lawyers or doctors or own their own businesses. Well, but uh, what about a... Uh, how are you going to afford that? Where are they going to get the loans? How are they going to get the... I can't even afford the education. How is anyone else going to afford that education? That is a what we call a big question, Hugh, and one that I promise that we're going to answer as soon as my party has full control of the House and the Senate and the presidency and all the courts. Well, but would you even know the cause of these problems? I don't think it's TV. I think there's a lot of practical, real-world stuff going on. Yes, and if we symbolically make it look like things are fine on TV, then the real world will change after it. N no. You. No, I think that's actually... Why do you do this to us, Hugh? She's, she's just gonna spin it. But this, you know? I, this isn't solving anything. We are solving things, Hugh, even if you can't feel it. I guarantee that behind the scenes, the Democratic Party is completely dedicated to the well-being of black people. And, and I'd like to see you say something positive about the alternative. <laughs> When you say that, who, who? Who is black people? Name someone. Kamala Harris. That's a senator. Name someone who's not inside trade. Okay, first of all, Hugh, that is slander. Nothing we do can be legally defined as inside trading, or, or at least has never been formally convicted so far. And if I weren't a partial owner of this station, you can bet you'd be looking at a lawsuit. Second, if you're going to be coming up with arbitrary limitations on who my policies can and cannot help, then we're probably not going to be able to name because anyone. I don't think that you're putting forward policies that are lifting people out of poverty. Again, just complete slander. Our policies have lifted numerous politicians from not such wealthy backgrounds to just embarrassingly wealthy backgrounds. It is a lie to say that our policies don't help anyone. You know what? I don't even believe you have a tattoo. You. Oh, you don't, huh? Well, here it is. On my shoulder, right under my shirt. You see that? That's a washable tattoo. It says... Black Lives Matter. Oh Hugh. my god. It is a washable tattoo. It is already flaking off. Oh my Slogans god. Slogans don't last forever, Hugh. You think I'm gonna let a permanent tattoo of a political slogan stay on my arm for the rest of my life? It is a lovely tattoo, Sabrina. You're a very brave woman. Thank you, Myra. You know, this removable tattoo thing is gonna catch on like wildfire if you just give it a chance. You know how dumb people look when they're driving around with a, a vote for so-and-so bumper sticker? And it's been three years since that election? It's because they can't scrape the damn thing off the car. A little soap and water and this thing comes right off, just in time for the next hashtag. Why can't you be helpful? A an empty symbol is just something that you change as easily as a shirt. If you want to, if you want people to become doctors, it doesn't matter if there's doctors on TV. They need to be able to go to a good school. People already know that there is such a thing as a career and that they could do those careers, but not if it costs them $200,000 to do it. Well, what do you want? For me to just wave a magic wand and create doctor jobs from thin air? I can't magically make the world a fair place, and some people have to work to meet halfway. But that... That, how is that different from Don? Do you realize how stupid you sound right now, Hugh? I hope you get syphilis. 
So that was how that interview went. Yeah, they told us they wanted to discuss the riots and the virus and what they're going to be doing going forward. And I don't know why they even lied to us because they're major owners of the station and we had to do the interview anyway. Sabrina was mad. Hugh had to go to a training seminar. Yeah, I was sent to a racial sensitivity seminar. And what'd you learn? That Don fired the person who does the racial sensitivity seminars. So I drove all the way into the office, waited for half an hour, and then nobody showed up. And two days later, I got an email explaining why. So there you go. That's what our politicians have to offer. Did you get syphilis, you? No, but we do have a commercial. Great. Roll it. Yo! This is Slick Sam! And if you're anything like me, you're asking a lot of questions about the state of the world right now. Some people came by and it turns out that sometime between when I went underground and the Mer people invasion, the virus re-emerged and began to take over Florida. Some people are telling me that they don't believe there is any virus, but those poor fools don't know that history is repeating itself. I assume that's because all written knowledge has been lost during the apocalypse. That's why, for a limited number of customers only, in exchange for dry goods or high-value foods, I will transcribe your oral traditions directly into paper. That's right, as one of the world's last literate men, I am willing to write books so that you no longer have to pass knowledge from sun to sun, and can instead stow it in a tome and forget about it. But Sam, you're saying? How is this any better than the paintings we have in the ruins of the mall? I can see that man spears buffalo, but must it really be a broader story? Well, my friend, that's where my calligraphy skills come in. I can make the first letter of any chapter look as beautiful and detailed as you like, personally to fit your tastes and expectations, with perspective. And how about the story of Manspear's Buffalo and an illustration of the event rolled into one? Amaze your neighbors and the local nobility. Such works are for the ordinary man as well as the upper crust. And hey, maybe I need something more practical. Well, I've got a bunch of wood fence posts sitting around and I would be happy to engrave you with a picture that tells people what your local store is trading. No longer will people linger over your supplies trying to guess if you sell apples. Now they'll see the apples hanging well above the marketplace and flock for miles to your business. And now that's what I call a sale. There's nothing like value that returns your value. And at Slick Sam's, you'll get not only the best prices, but the best yields on your purchase, I guarantee. Slick Sam's, been in business since humanity collapsed and began rebuilding on the ashes. If I can do that, then I can definitely make a product that you'll love. Slick Sam's! Slick Sam's. If he thinks the world collapsed, why does he keep sending commercials to our station? Why does he keep paying us real money? Some habits are hard to shake. Personally, I hope that he never stops. Considering he's our only advertiser right now, I'm inclined to agree. So anyway, though, that whole thing with Sabrina, you know, the thing is, I think if you get too caught up trying to look at demographics, you miss out on everyone as an individual. Uh Uh-huh. Because everybody wants or needs to go in their own direction, but the important thing is just to give them that opportunity. And that's the actuality of capitalism that I think we're losing. We've grown complacent with a system that's okay with having just a few winners and no competitors, when the fact is, you're only going to have a meritocracy if everyone is on as close to equal terms as you can manage. Well, you, a lot of people have strong opinions on what is fair. I realize that. So, what in real terms are you proposing? I don't know. I mean, I have ideas, but I don't have the money to support them. But I know what I believe. Well, I'm still working on that mend the fences thing with my family, so let me just say, the politician you root for did a great job and really proved that all the other guys suck. I hope your enemies get syphilis. Indeed, they did do a great job, and as for our job, it's over. It's time to wrap up the show. You've been listening to Radio Skyline. Shoot for the skies.